welcome to the Beers of Bands podcast with your host, Michael Torres. Thanks for uh, asking us to do it, by the way. Yeah, I don't dude, know how uh, the connection happened. I don't know if we followed you on Instagram or, or what, but I so, remember uh, your, your handle pop up and then like a day or two later, you emailed us and I was like, oh, interesting. So. Yeah, so I actually found uh, the song Salt on a, like a new music playlist. Oh, sweet. Um, and then, which shortly after that is when I followed you and then I like checked out everything else and then that's when I sent the, sent that email. But uh, but yeah, so that's kind of, I've been finding a lot of people lately is just staying up to date with like the new music, like just curated ones. Yeah. And I've, I find like all, basically everyone that's been on, I've found through doing that most of the time. Nice. That's awesome. So, yeah. All right. Uh, my only question for you before we start is, do you have anything that you're drinking tonight? Oh, yeah. I, I've got two beers locked and loaded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you'd like to to pick one and uh, do the opening crack with me, I invite yeah. you to do so. You let me know when you're cracking. All right. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll crack in it, and then, uh, and then uh, I'll do the little intro, and then I'll bring you right in. All right, sweet. All right. I can get my nail underneath this one. All right. In three, two, one... What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this week, I'm sitting down with Kyle from the band Jinwar. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Um, dude, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time out of your Wednesday to sit down with me. Uh, for people that might not be aware, Jinwar is uh, like an indie rock band from uh, New Jersey. Another good old Jersey band that I, <laughs> the amount of bands that I've covered from like the New Jersey, like Pennsylvania, like Valley is just insane. Like there's so much going on there. And yeah. I don't, like I've said it before, I, I don't know what's in the water, but keep drinking it. You guys are killing it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's up, but it's pretty jam packed. A lot of good things <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Um, well, like I mentioned, you're, you're Kyle from Gin War. Uh, before we get too far in, what do you do in Gin War? Uh, so I, uh, sing and play guitar and, uh, yeah. I do most of the writing, but that's kind of my role. Yep. Okay. And then uh, I know we're obviously missing a few few members. Uh, who are they and what do they do in Gin War? So there is uh, Mike Planko, who we call Planko. Um, he's the bass player and he's been with Gin War uh, from the top. So we started in 2014. So there's been a good handful of uh, member changes. <laughs> um, but he's been in from the top, as have I and uh he's like one of my best friends oh they all are so um and then there's brian who plays guitar um and he also uh records all the band's material he always has so he didn't used to be in the band we kind of we met through other bands like from a long time ago and he would record us all the time um and he he joined the band uh three uh eps ago three albums ago and uh so he plays guitar now um and uh oh and then there's billy who is our latest drummer we, we've had like a million drummers <laughs> that's i feel like that's always the case yeah 
dude, drummers, uh, yeah, it's it's tough locking locking them down. But uh, we we've been with Billy for like three years now, I think. Um, but he's been our longest running drummer to date, and I think he's here to stay. Well, that's um, good. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's that's everybody. Yeah. Uh, have you ever like sat down and tried to like count the amount of people that have come in and out of the band? Yeah, we have. It's really hard to do. <laughs> uh, so like, it's basically on the biggest rotation has been the drummers. Like, I we have um. There have been like five or six like serious drummers where we they recorded with us and they like did some shows with us, um, and then there's been like a insane amount of like tryouts and like a guy that would be good for like a week and then flake out or something like that but yeah it's I, basically with with every release so we have seven releases and with every release there's been like a different drummer on it um but those the the people that are recorded are like the main ones you know that we like they're mm-hmm. so friends with them all and stuff and um but yeah i don't know i don't know what it is with drummers man it's just yeah. always an issue I mean, so my, my friend's bands, uh, like back home, the one that I used to run with, they had the same issue where they would have a, a drummer for a while. And then I think their original drummer ended up going off to like boot camp to join the army. So they're like, okay, shit, what do we do now? Yeah. So then we went on tour with the fill-in and he lived like two hours away. So he didn't play a lot of local shows with, with them. Then they had like another guy drum for the recordings. And then they had some people come in and out that, yeah it was kind of the same thing where like yeah. they'd be there for like a short period of time and then they'd be like okay yeah this does not work at all yeah <laughs> we, need, we need to change this up um but i think they counted at one point and there was like 20 through the time of the birth to the death of the band there was like 25 member changes <laughs> of just not just drummers but like bass players and guitar players just shifting around and going in and out yeah 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 no yeah i i feel that that's yeah Honestly, I, I forgot to mention a um, major part of, of Jin Moore was, was our original singer, who's uh, our friend Brandon. Um, he was on like, uh, I think four releases um, before we uh, split up. And uh, yeah, he was crucial to the band, like forming the band. He was one of my best friends, still is. And uh, so we met in a, a band we were in before Jin Moore called Coming Clean. And uh, so that band broke up and then uh, we started Jin Moore, me, Brandon and Mike, the bassist. And uh, yeah, Brandon was with us for a while. And uh, and things got like a little weird after after a while, like he he moved away and and started like settling down. So it was just difficult to keep the band together. So we kind of split up um, like a soft breakup and then decided to kick it back into gear but brandon wasn't a part of it and i was just like all right i'll sing so that's i i forgot to mention that he, he's he's key brandon is key okay yeah you can't <laughs> leave him out yeah uh, well i mean props for you know like deciding to keep going with it because i know a lot of people would have probably just been like okay this project's done like we'll move on start a whole different thing new name all that stuff um i mean starting at first ep like you said um i think it was half of a good plan came out in 2014 uh, that's right. I do my research. Um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, props for, you know, still going through everything. Obviously, it's we're nine years since then. We've gone through a pandemic that helped, held a lot of people off from doing stuff. Um, yeah. And you guys have still been kicking it. I mean, 
uh, last year, July of 2022, you guys put out your last LP called Between Emergencies, which is super great. And if anyone's listening, definitely go back and check that out as well. Um, but it kind of leads up to the latest release, which was of July of 2023 this year, uh, which was a nice little six song EP uh, called uh, Tapped Out. And I mean, like I said, props were still pushing through. Tapped Out's been out for like, I think at the time of this recording, a little over two weeks. I think it was July 13th that came out. Yeah. Um, what's what's the response been on this? Yeah, people, uh, they seem to dig it. I mean, we always struggle with uh, launches of albums because we're not really uh, like internet people and we're bad at like pushing stuff on social media and we struggle with like generating content and all that. Honestly, it's just, just because we hate it, you know? <laughs> Which I, you know, I'm sure a lot of people can empathize, but that part of it is a big drag. But otherwise, yeah, the people that have listened to it, like, really like it, and it seems to be popping off um, little pockets around the world, which is cool. You know, you get your like little stats from Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, and it's it's getting some circulation, which is which is rad. Hell yeah, yeah. Like I'm I, I'm totally in the same boat as you. Um... I mean, I, I turned 31 this year, and I don't even post on my own personal socials. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that I have to like make myself do it for the podcast, I'm just like, it's it feels so draining to do. Uh, just like I'm not in tune with, I've never been in tune with like the socialness of like getting content or making content to put it out there. Um, I say as we're recording this, and I'm gonna do all the steps to get this out, but like, um, but I totally feel that and. Uh, it's totally understandable to, to be in that aspect, but it's nice that even without, you know, doing like making quote unquote content or doing like TikToks, like a lot of bunch of people are doing, people are still finding this EP um, and still enjoying it anyways. Yeah, it's getting some like playlist ads and stuff. Like you said, you you had heard it on, uh, on something. Yeah, what it was some release radar or something. Yeah, is- I think it was either the Spotify release radar or I also have Apple Music, so it was like on the new music one on there, one of the two. Um, but yeah, I found the song Salt, and I was like, okay, this is super good. I, I have to check out the rest of this, and I, I think by the time I found Salt, I was only like a few days away from like the actual like EP dropping, so I like I waited, checked out the rest of it, and I was like, okay, yeah, and then I sent the email. Um, because one cool thing with it is like even though you guys like kind of say indie alternative there's like this weird like little twang in there like almost like prairie surf rock uh, <laughs> which is super cool that that's incorporated because like that is something you don't hear all the time and it just like is so mellow and just soothing and just driving and yeah. like, that's i think one thing that i really loved about this ep was just that it's like you can just put it on like it's kind of raining out today here in, in Minneapolis so like it just kind of like set the mood and I just like let it go and just take me where it wanted to go nice that's cool man thank you um it's funny that you pick up picked up on the the twang because we don't know like where that comes from or why we wind up like adding that element I really don't know how it happens like sometimes it's Brian when he like adds leads to it, it just has like a country feel or maybe i maybe i set it up like in the songwriting or the way i sing or something it's just i don't know it's bizarre but it it's there for some reason like honestly if you guys were to ever incorporate a banjo i wouldn't be surprised uh, <laughs> with how the, between like how it sounds um 
but yeah, I I, th- I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good uh, EP, and I thought it really um, was a nice follow up also to Between Emergencies because uh, I listened to that a couple times today, kind of get you know the full feel for what kind of Gin War is. Um, and I mean, you guys are still like I said, just still killing it, still putting out the jams. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's weird. Like um, the Between Emergencies LP is like drastically different from how um i think how the new stuff sounds and how the old stuff sounds is kind of like out in left field for us it's like more it's louder um the songs are faster there's like it's a lot of like big guitar and like it was less of like a like a musical ep you know or Mm. or album. it was just more focused on we wanted to make some like loud faster fun songs that we can play live um just to kind of change it up a bit but yeah it's it's like a big departure from what we normally do i don't know i don't know how it, we came to like that sound but yeah it's kind of an oddball but yeah speak, speaking of like them being faster songs i noticed like so this ep is six songs and i think it's like 20 some minutes long uh the lp between emergencies i think was 10 songs and it's like 30 minutes long so there's only like a 10 minute difference between the two and yeah. i was like okay that shows like how like different they are because obviously you have those fast those faster songs in a matter of 10 um but then this ep just really like kind of draws out but not in like a bad way in like it's in a very good way where like they're drawn out and you can just like let them all like soak in on their own cool yeah that's awesome um yeah, it is funny that the LP is so quick. <laughs> the songs are so short. Most of them are under three minutes, which is like, yeah. Uh, with, now, with obviously, I were kind of mentioning how like they're both kind of different from each other and like a departure, um, especially like the LP between everything else. Um, were they kind of, I mean, were a year apart from both of them, were they kind of written straight back to back or were they kind of just hey, these ones don't fit for this LP. We'll kind of back pocket these until like they're ready. Yeah, we, we kind of do a little bit of both. We'll we'll have a lot of songs on deck. And then we, when it's time to record, we're like, okay, let's pull this song and that song. These songs match uh, well together. Um, so it was a little bit of that. And then a couple of the songs were, were written. Um, yeah, immediately after the LP came out and... Uh, yeah, it's, it's always been a mixture of both. We've always, we've always had a, a lot of songs on deck and then we kind of just mix and match as needed. And then, uh, oh, I'm going to go with that one. I had something and then I lost it. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. That's uh, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where that one's going to go. Uh, let me see what else I got. Uh, one kind of cool thing too that i wanted to for sure touch on is with uh the tapped out ep you did a a music video for the title track off of this ep which is it's it's basically like an animation style overlaid uh with the music in the background and it's like this kind of like anime like fight uh like whole scenario which if anyone has not looked at that check that out uh, I'll have it in the description down below because it's super cool and unique. Like, how did that idea come about to incorporate that for that song? 
Yeah, so um, so that's like one thing that we do like to do, you know, going back to what I was talking about, how we're not really internet people, we don't like generating content and all that. We, we do, we have fun making music videos. So that's one thing we will put a lot of effort into. And uh, yeah, the idea came around because we um, honestly, we shot a music video the uh, year before um, for a song off of Between Emergencies. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was awesome. Uh, our friend, uh, Connor Meany, directed it. My, my brother animated it. It was like a 3D, like uh, we were ants on an ant hill. And like, it was like ridiculous, like CGI. And like, it was sick. It was like really fun to do. Um, and it turned out awesome. And, and Max and Connor killed it. Um, but uh, it was just a lot of work. <laughs> and we just didn't have the time this time around. So we were like, okay, let's come up with an idea and we'll give it to our friend Finn. And he's just gonna animate the whole thing and we're not, not gonna have anything to do with it. We're just gonna like give him a general story to go off of and, a, and like a little storyboard. And uh, he just ran with it and made it his own. And yeah, that's all, all credit goes to uh, Finn Handel, his name is. Um, I hope I pronounced that right. Cause I'm, I'm good friends with him. And if he sees this and I mispronounce it, then he's gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I've never had to say it, it's weird. Um, anyway, yeah, that's how it came about. And uh, yeah, it turned out awesome. Yeah, I thought it was such a cool uh, idea to do it that way. So I don't know, um, so props to them for, for you know taking the ball and, and rolling with it because it's always cool to see what people come up with for the music videos. Obviously, you know, we'll see a lot of like the straightforward storyboard style. I've seen uh, just kind of the slimmed back versions where it's just uh, the band playing in different shots or and, and stuff like that. But to have something like this, I, I there was a band recently that I had on um, called Pastel Faces. They kind of did something similar where they just basically uh took like anime different shots from animes and just had their music playing in the background as like a kind of cool like lyric video for it um and this re reminded me of that but this obviously was you know uh their whole idea and they built it and made it for for your song which i think is fucking badass yeah 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 he killed it um so it, anybody watching this uh yeah check out finn's work i think it's just finhandle.com f-i-n h-a-n-d-e-l.com he's a an animator a cartoonist uh he's he's the man uh do you have any plans to make any other music videos for any other tracks off the cp yeah we um we have an idea for salt actually it might be a little too late to do it since the ep is already out but we still might do it just for fun yeah um i think we might do another CGI uh, green screen animated thing with and my brother would animate it. And we'd have the old team that did the motions music video on that. I don't know if we're going to do it though, but it, it would be sweet. It's just a lot of time and money and, you know, it's a whole thing. Right. It's, it's hard. We're all like, I'm, I'm 32. Um, Billy is like 36. Uh, we're all, all around there, except for Brian. He's, he's a little younger. I have a daughter now. Billy has um, two daughters. Um, I'm expecting another kid in January. <laughs> so it's like, it's hard these days to like 
really get extra stuff done you know we we like we make the time to like jam and write and and do all that stuff but it's difficult to do go the extra mile and like have time to like really do the music videos and all, all that stuff that's that's why we had finn just like go off and like do his own thing for this video you know it's just hard <laughs> yeah dude uh it totally makes sense obviously adult life comes first especially you know congrats you having another uh child in the way but mm-hmm. uh that that does as good and bad puts a wrench in things to you know get everything else in order but it totally makes sense i know i've spoken spoken to a lot of bands that are in the same way um and a lot of my friends uh that are you know musicians here in the twin cities are like the same where i tend to i'm more friends with like the older crowd so like in my friend group i'm the youngest at 31 uh so everyone's kind of like yeah we got real life to deal with like if we get shit done with our band we'll get it done but like yeah i got other shit to deal with (laughs) no for sure it's hard it's a it's difficult balance but it's worth it you know all our free time goes to music when we have it so it's like a nice it's a good outlet for everybody and it kind of makes it that much more special when we have like limited time to do things you know Mm -hmm. like there's a a little bit of an added pressure like we just gotta get it done do the thing and get back home to our families (laughs) you know uh with with the cp um obviously i've I've jammed it i too many times today probably for some people Uh, (laughs) but uh if anyone's just now you know coming across gin war from this episode and they're going to go check out the cp uh like obviously you you do a lot of the writing like what's something that they can get out or look forward to with this ep um i would say uh I think it's like different than music I'm hearing nowadays and like the, I'm not a lot of bands sound sound like different and unique in their own way I, I think we do as well and I think it's worth it to check it out I don't know who we sound like I like people always ask us that and I'm just like I have no idea like we have influences and stuff like that but we sound nothing like them and I think whatever comes out of us is just like very gin war and you wouldn't like know it unless you heard it you know what i mean i i don't know how that sounds i'm not trying to like sound like a, like a dick but like i just don't know how to put it into words i would say just check it out and like that's the sound i think it's worth it to check it out <laughs> yeah uh to bounce off that no you do not sound like a dick because that makes perfect sense because a lot of the bands that i listen to or come on the show um are generally you know like pop punk or emo bands uh but you guys are in this weird different category by yourselves almost where i i also could not pinpoint a full band that like i thought sounded similar and it was cool to that was one of the other reasons i really enjoyed like listening to this because it was just something different that i hadn't like come across in a while and i'm like okay this is a nice like kind of refresher or like palate cleanser of like oh yeah there's there's other stuff out there rather than the same emo shit that i'm listening to all the time (laughs) and obviously like some stuff some of the lyrics do get a little uh could fall in like the emo category but overall it gin war is completely different if anyone's listening and is ready to go listen to the cp like you just got to experience it and because like you said there's nothing good that you can find to uh compare it to so it's just 
hit play, let it roll. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. That was, that's really nice of you. I, I, I yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> um, now with, I mean, we're we're still very early in, uh, you know, the CP being out. And, you know, I have to ask, like, obviously you did LP last year, EP this year, um, and you've done uh, quite a few uh, things in your, your discography. Like, what's what's on the horizon for, for Gen War musically or, uh, I mean, yeah, musically in, in general? Like, what, what do you guys got in the wheelhouse? Yeah, we, um, we have a lot of songs ready to be recorded. It's just a matter of picking the right ones and, and going for it. Um, so yeah, that, that's definitely on the horizon. Many more releases. Um, what else? Um, yeah, we're just trying to like book some shows and start playing again. It was, it was difficult um, to play the past couple of years with you know the pandemic and all that. And then um, myself and my drummer having kids, it was like a whole new ball game as far as trying to like balance everything and, and find the time to like book shows and stuff like that but yeah more writing more recording trying to play out more often um i uh i also month two months ago i, I released a solo ep um so i'm gonna try and do more of that basically when when there's uh not enough time to go around for gin more i just try to sneak in some solo stuff which winds up being Jin War down the line anyway. It's just kind of my way of like, I got these song ideas, let me just record them real quick and I'll just put them out there. And if the Jin War guys like them, we can just redo them in Jin War style as well. It's just kind of my way of just like, keep on putting some stuff out there, you know? Yeah, so. I mean, that's, that's a good way to do it. To keep the keep the flows going rather than, you know, like holding them back and then having to, to wait all that time. Um, if anyone's looking to, I mean, we'll get to links here in a little bit, so I'll make sure to bring that up as well. Um, but uh, for Gin War going forward, I know you said you have a bunch of stuff in the wheelhouse. Do you plan on doing like another LP or EP, or does it more, do you guys more come up with that just when it's like, oh, we have 20 songs, we might as well just do like an LP and see what happens? Or how do you guys come up with that? Yeah, so, um, um, it's likely going to be more EPs. That's kind of what we've always done. We did the one LP. Well, actually, it's funny. Not that funny, but it's a story. Um, we had an LP before Between Emergencies. Um, it was, uh, it's still kind of up on Spotify. It's, it's called Havana. It's three songs, but it used to be nine songs, which is like our, our closest attempt at the time to an LP. And uh, it was three new songs which are still up on Spotify and then the rest were um, re-recorded old songs. Mm. They just didn't turn out as good as the old one. We thought we were like, okay, we know what we're doing now. We're going to like redo these songs and they're going to sound way better. And they just didn't. They just like lost that like um, whatever was special about the old takes, you know? Um, so we just one day, I didn't even tell anybody. I just deleted the, the other song that we did off Spotify. I was like, I don't want to hear this shit anymore. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Um, 
as far as like doing another LP, EP, I would love to do another full length, but it's uh, just a lot more work and a lot more time. And it's just up to, up to the guys. They like doing EPs because we can just spit them out real quick, you know? Yeah. A lot of time. Like we still spend time on the EPs, but you know, obviously like with an LP, it's, it's a bigger ordeal all around. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, uh, I mean, the way I usually think about it is like, obviously, yeah, EPs you can you can pump them out quicker. But if you're gonna do an LP, it's one of those moments where you just have to fully be like, okay, if we're gonna do this, we have to fully commit. Like, it's a whole process um, to do that where you have to really just plan it out properly, rather than you know, oh, we just have these four songs ready to go. Let's pump them out. Because almost bouncing off that too, like LP, you almost want like while every EP or album you want like a theme. I feel like for an LP, you need to have like the right theme to fully showcase it. If that makes any sense. No, for sure. Yeah. So it, it's that much more difficult to pull off. You know, having that cohesive thread throughout the whole record. It's difficult. Um, I always think like the best example of an LP that is like just so like cohesive and just warm and makes me feel so nice inside is that uh, is turnovers um peripheral vision I feel like everybody knows like that's the that's the best friggin album <laughs> like as far as like front to back it like feels the best it sounds the best it's so nice like yeah so it's, it's hard to really really hard to pull that off you know and we, we try to like like I said, have each EP have its own like little sound, and it's difficult to do that over for uh, a longer release, you know. Yeah. Um, before we fully transition to the later half of this episode, uh, is there anything that I might have missed uh, with Gin War, uh, Tapped Out, or anything else that you want the people to know about? I don't think so. I think you. Uh, you covered everything. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, uh, before we full, as we're starting this transition, uh, this is obviously beers with bands. Uh, you don't have to be drinking anything on these episodes because I'll definitely do that for you. But Kyle, I know you, you have a, a couple beverages in front of you. What are you drinking on this fine Wednesday night? Oh yeah, so I got a. Um, this is a. I don't know how to say it. Trogues T R O with the two dots above it. E G S. Um, Perpetual IPA. 7.5%. And then I've got on deck Sierra Nevada, Hazy Little Thing IPA. Nice. What about you? Uh, I'm drinking some good old Silver Bullets. I got Coors Lights. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, normally I, I for the, normally for these episodes, I do a lot of like PBRs, uh, but I moved to a new house and the nearest like liquor store that i've been going to like only has six packs of pbr and i usually get like a whole case just to have on hand yeah uh, so i switched to coors light uh so we'll switch back to coors light i used to drink coors a lot um so it's been kind of weird this last few weeks yeah nice i love pbr <laughs> same uh was it out there in minneapolis i've, I've never been sorry like what was sorry it kind of broke in what was the whole question Oh, I was just asking how it is out there in uh, Minneapolis. I never, I've never been. Uh, it's pretty great. Uh, I mean, there's there's a great music scene. There's a great uh, food scene. Um, 
there's usually always something fun to do. Um, you know, we are the, the mini Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes. So, uh, there's, if you ever, when it's nice out, if you want to go just lay by lay on a beach or by water, go swimming, like super accessible to do that. Uh, that's what we did last weekend for a friend's birthday. Um, but, uh, I've, I've lived up here for like four years now and no regrets. So nice. Did you grow up in the area? Uh, no, I'm originally from, uh, like Southeast Iowa. Um, so about like six hours South from, from Minneapolis. Um, I just met friends through doing music and show swapping and they became like really good friends that I would keep visiting. And they finally pressured me to move up here. And now I own a house up here, which is fucking crazy to think of, but yeah. Congrats. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a great time. Um, in i know you we've kind of mentioned that you guys are from new jersey but like do you guys hail from like a certain section of new jersey new jersey so um i'm uh from like south jersey towards uh, atlantic city um that's where i grew up and so is brandon so we were kind of like south jersey oriented um brian and mike and billy are all from central jersey so Freehold, Asbury Park, Bricktown. Actually, he was from New York, but he moved. He moved to uh, Asbury Park area, and I don't even live in Jersey anymore. I actually, I moved to Pennsylvania a year and a half ago. Um, okay. I'm like right outside of Philly, basically. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, there's been. I'd have to go through and like fully figure out, but the statistics of like the bands that I've had from like the Philly to Asbury Park pipeline is pretty insane um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think like when i followed you guys on on instagram there's like a lot of people that i that have been on that like were mutual followers between like the two so um i knew i was going to be in good company if i sent that email yeah yeah that's sweet it's funny that you're uh like not from here and you're getting a lot of bands like from this area it's kind of weird yeah it's it, it kind of like i when i fully realized like by after how x amount of episodes that i had been doing of just that area i was like shit i don't even live there and like like i i'm all about like just getting people from everywhere but it's just, it was just crazy that like i had done so many episodes in a row of just like that pipeline of bit of like area where i was like okay maybe i just need to like step back and like let that one breathe for a little bit and <laughs> no, then and we'll yeah. see what happens but I mean, can't go wrong. A uh, lot of, a lot of great, like, like I said, when we started, like there's a lot of great bands that are from that area. And I don't know, I don't know what it is. Uh, I mean, I Philly, think Philly to, to Jersey has always been kicking out bands like crazy. Yeah, for real. I think it's like a tri-state slash coastal thing, you know, b- between Philadelphia and New York city, Jersey's right in the middle, obviously. And I don't know. I think, just good good vibes all around and that little connection you know being right by the beat just come on it's a recipe for good music yeah um but uh well that's a little beer segment for this episode uh now we're going to transition to my favorite part of the episode um which is the last half of the episode uh but it's it's the whole reason that this this podcast even exists i was basically tired of listening to my friends stories from their time on the road because i was in the van with them uh, so it's really boring to listen to the same stories that you were there for. 
Uh, so this is where we kind of listen uh, to some of your stories from your time music, Kyle, whether they're, you know, shows, tours, time recording. Um, as I normally say, they can be anything horrendous or tremendous or any adjective in between. Uh, <laughs> the way the way I like to think about it is think about the stories that you and your friends always reminisce about. Those are usually the best ones that I love to hear. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's funny, like when you you uh, emailed us and you were, you mentioned that, like, I'm going to ask you about like some tour stories and stuff. And I was like, oh, shoot, did I have the worst memory ever? Like, so I've been hitting up uh, Mike, my bassist. I'm like, dude, give me some tour stories. I don't remember anything. Like, it's been, it's been so long. Like, I was like under the influence a lot. So I just, it's just all, and he doesn't drink or smoke or anything. So he's just like straight laced and he remembers everything. So he was like giving me little, uh, little uh reminders of like some fun stuff that happened and uh so yeah there's one um it was like long long time ago uh like 2015 or something and we were on tour and the lineup was the band lineup was me brandon the singer at the time uh mike the bassist and our friend pork or mike parker who was the drummer at the time and i remember we we're trying to find uh, like a hotel or a motel or whatever, something like cheap. And we found one, but for whatever, I don't, I can't remember why we wound up doing this, but we like had to sneak Mike in for some reason, uh, Pork, I mean, the, the, the drummer. I don't know if it was because like, if, if he was included or if they saw him, it would have been more money. I'm really not sure, but whatever, for whatever reason, we're, we had to sneak him in. So we, we pretended he was our baby and so so we like and he, he's like a, a shorter guy so we thought we could kind of pull it off so we had him wrapped up in a blanket and we and brandon who was like taller and like could kind of like the proportions looked like parent to child um he like picked him up and like swaddled him and we like smuggled him into the motel like as if he was our child <laughs> just so we could like not pay like whatever it would have been to have like yeah. the person i don't know it's just like just absurd so like that was one funny ridiculous one um to bounce off that real quick i just want to i know i'm sure they're going to listen to this episode but brian and thomas why did we never do that to swaddle to like sneak someone in what we always <laughs> did was like so like two or three people would go like get the room and then kind of go in because we had um at two different times we either had uh the band was either four or five members itself and then there was always me doing merch and like tming uh so there's like five to six people at all times and we would just like three of us would have to like wait in the van as like we're parking it and it's like they know that there's a giant 15 seater van and a trailer like there's got to be more than three fucking people and yeah. we just sit by like a side door and like they'd come over and like let us in uh because yeah otherwise the, the hotels would be like yo you got six people in this room like that's either more money or they're just gonna immediately be like you're immediately going to be too loud. You guys need to go. And we're like, we just want to shower. Like, yeah. we, we smell so bad. Like, come on. Yeah. That's funny, man. It's hard <laughs> doing that juggle. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was another time. I think it was on the same tour. Um, it was uh, so the same lineup, me, Brandon, Pork, and Mike. And... Um, we were, I don't know, I guess like tensions might've been high or something. We weren't all getting along and uh, we stopped in, uh, we were in Baltimore for a show and 
Cork and Brandon, like, they were, I don't know, like, low on money or something, and me and Mike wanted to go to the aquarium really bad. <laughs> and, like, we just, like, mercilessly were just, like, we're going to the aquarium. You guys can just, like, fend for yourselves. And we, like, left them in, like, a food court somewhere, and <laughs> me and Mike had, like, a great time, like, just in the aquarium looking at fish while, like, Porker and, and Brandon were just, like, poor eating like i don't know whatever they could it was like a real scummy thing to do but we were just like fed up you know it was one of those situations where it was like fuck you guys and yeah we went to go see some fish yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't know <laughs> i mean that that does happen on tour where you just kind of get you're just over everyone and you just need time to like just not talk to anyone and just stay away otherwise like that's how bands can fully rake up but so you just really need that time to just chill relax get away from everyone especially the ones that are like causing any issues um i mean we've always we've had that thankfully a lot of nights uh depending on how rowdy we would get i would just go sleep in the van uh i built bunks so we had like a full like a full futon mattress in the bottom bunk uh and i would it was comfier than sleeping on like most people's floors so i was like all right, I'm just going to go sleep in the van. You guys can fucking deal with what your your shit is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard, man, like, being cooped up with people that you know you're, like, friends with normally. Um, like, every day, day in and day out, waking up with them, going to sleep with them, finding somewhere to sleep. It's, like, it's it's hard. Like, me and, me and, uh, and Brandon used to live together in the early days of the gym where we um, had a house on uh, Long Beach Island in New Jersey. And uh, yeah, it was awesome for a long time, but eventually it was just difficult. It's just like, you think, you know, you're my, you're my pal, like, it'll be great, you know, but it's difficult living with people. Like it just, you know, so like that didn't work out, but um, it was fun while it lasted, but it's, it's just, it's hard being cooped up with people that you think you're like so compatible with as friends, you know, it's a different right. being stuck with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, it, it the worst is like getting to a point where you don't realize it's getting that bad, and then it kind of just like deters the friendship for a little while. Um, yeah, yeah. So you have to like kind of almost like third person point of view come in and be like, "Oh no, like I need to something needs to change, otherwise this whole relationship is just going to go out the window real fast." Um, yeah, for sure. It's yeah, you you said it. Um, yeah, and, and when like we we moved out, went our separate ways for a bit, like we became friends again, like. It is. It's just how it goes. That happened with several of my roommates. I guess I'm the problem. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, your kids haven't left, so I mean, I think you're okay. No, they're forced. Well, <laughs> one is the one is still inside the womb, so we'll see. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Did you have any other stories or do you want me to, I can always give you a couple prompts too. Uh, if you, yeah, if you, uh, let, let me review uh, Mike's text and see what he said. Okay. Here's any goodies. Da, 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 da. Yeah. One says carrying pork in a sleeping bag. <laughs> the other says going to, to the aquarium and leaving them at the food court. <laughs> oh, another one is breaking the laptop and van window. So yeah, there was another one, another time, um, different tour, different drummer. Um, we had somebody like TMing for us, our friend Connor, who shot the uh, the motions music video. 
and uh like day one we were leaving and do you remember that like that like thing that was that viral video thing that was going around where you would just I don't know you just like film somebody and you'd like throw a bunch of water in their face I don't I don't remember like the it was it like some stupid like TikTok challenge I have no idea but there was a thing going around where you would throw a bunch of water in someone's face and just like film them I don't know so we did that in the van but we dumped all the water accidentally on Connor's laptop we just fried the whole thing we still haven't paid him for it sorry Connor um and then like a day or two later for whatever I don't remember why but we were at Home Depot trying to buy lumber I don't I have no idea why we needed wood but we did for some reason <laughs> like we bought these like long beams I have no I'm like before you know, just thing, what, what every band on tour needs is just yeah. long beams of wood it's so weird like before <laughs> before I signed on to this I was like trying like so hard like what do we need to friggin' beams for like i can't remember but we got some beams stuck them in the van and we were like well brandon like furiously slams the door shut and the beam goes right through the the friggin window and just shatters everywhere and there we are like no one said anything everybody was so mad that we were just staring at the van with this broken window and this piece of wood sticking out I have no idea why we needed the wood, but um, yeah. So that was just kind of the vibe of that tour. Like just things opening, and like, it was just a shit show. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, awful. <laughs> yeah, if you ever figure out why you needed the wood, I would love to know because that's it's very random for. To, I mean, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, I remember one time we stopped at a Home Depot randomly. But I think it was more to like pick up supplies to make like a beer bong in the van. Oh, nice. uh, <laughs> that, that was about it. <laughs> That's sick. That's worth it. Yeah. Um, speaking of bongs, that reminded me of this uh, this one time we were on tour and my brother, Max, um, he's a couple years younger than me. Uh, he came on tour with us and he was like shooting photos. Um, yeah, it was like an awesome time having him, but I just remember like, he told me this after we got back. Um, so he like smoked a lot and he would, we would, we would go and play our set or whatever. And then after our set, he would run back to the van and like, he had like a, a gravity bong in the van and I didn't know about it, but he had it in there and he would just like rip a couple big hits, like while we were away. And he, he said this happened like multiple times where like he, he took like such a big hit that he like projectile vomited all over the van and he was able to clean it up every time. This happened like multiple times and we had no idea. And then like we got back from tour and he told me, he's like, dude, Kyle, I, I puked all over the van like two or three times. Like I would like, you guys would play, I would go smoke in the van, puke everywhere. <laughs> I was like, what the hell dude? I no idea insane savage oh my god that is that is insane and also impressive at the same time uh because he was supposedly puking inside the van or at least outside the van inside like clean it up i guess like it was just the stench was covered from like our stench i don't know <laughs> we never noticed it though it's so weird oh my god that's that's insane uh it's 
so props to him uh because like i'm just thinking of like if, if anyone that i had toured with did the same thing like it would like they wouldn't have cleaned it up well enough like there's no like we would have definitely caught on oh yeah somehow he, he cleaned up all the evidence we had no idea <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> impressive oh my god he's so dedicated to to weed like he just like he he would puke but he would just keep going you know like that's impressive he's not yeah. like that anymore but at the time he was crazy you know? <laughs> man uh no yeah like we like we had like oneies in the band and stuff like that but most of the time we were more like of a big like drinking band so we always had at least one or two 30 racks like in the van for like drive days uh, i think the last tour we did um it was only like an 11 day run and i think we killed at least a 30 rack a day granted there's like six people in the van two people up front aren't aren't drinking obviously but uh yeah it got we were like we're this is our last tour we're like we're going out with the bang like just have a good time yeah you weren't playing in it you were just tming you said yeah, I never played anything. So, I, like, the two dudes, the two main dudes from the band I went to high school with. Um, so, I was always just either TMing or, yeah, just TMing and, and driving the van selling merch. Um, and then, you know, just having a, a great time on my days that I didn't have to drive. Yeah, that's sick. You had the best gig. You didn't have to do shit. <laughs> right? I Well, yeah. So, it was, it was, depending on the day, it was the best thing. Otherwise, like, I was, I was band dead. So, I had to keep everyone else in line. Yeah. And, you know, lo- I was the guy that, like loading the trailer properly, um, and, and and stuff like that. Or if there was like a long haul drive, I would usually take that rain. Um, and we did a few very terribly long haul drives for almost no reason. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hard, man. Tour tour is hard, but it's so fun. It's like yeah. just so weird. Like yeah, I I miss it every day. <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> yeah I, I wish i didn't have to work a corporate job and i could just still live in a van with my friends and like have zero to little responsibility for those time for like a month at a time because that, that's really great. what it is it's like escapism it's like yeah. you just go out there and there's like little to no rules and no responsibility you just gotta make some money to get to the next place and yeah it's fun right uh it's it's kind of crazy i had this like thought uh maybe like a month or two ago um i I don't know if it was just me at the time like paying my paying bills or something but i was like how was i able to live off that much money for that amount of time and like in today's time which is uh, you know 10 years removed almost since then uh i spend that in what feels like seconds and i have like no money half the time I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah, for real. I feel the same way. It's so bizarre. You could live off like nothing a day and have the time of your life. And <laughs> it's crazy. Um, one thing I always like to to ask people, um, because mainly because a big part of touring is always finding you know some really good spots to eat, whether they're chains that aren't normally in your area or just those weird pop-up spots that you just want to stop at. Is there anything from your time touring that you fully still remember 
food wise that you're like fuck i i really want to get back to that area at some point to hope it's still there or to try it again damn i wish i wish mike was on the line because he would know he's uh yeah i mean we all we all like crappy fast food but he especially loves it um (laughs) Uh, I, I do remember cookout fondly, which we don't have. Oh, yeah. Cookout is sick. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was either, I'm going to sound like an idiot for saying this, but it was either In-N-Out or Whataburger. Um, that was really good. And I had never been to one before. I forget where, where they are, honestly. Uh, In-N-Out is more like West Coast. Whataburger, I think, starts like Texas and then heads West Coast. Okay. I, it, it must have been a Whataburger then from because we had been to Texas, so I was, that was probably it, too. Yeah. But yeah, nothing nothing else to note, I don't think. If I, if I had Mike here, he's the food guy. He loves food. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, we're, 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 uh, a, we're a Ron's band, McDonald's, full on. Okay. Except, yeah. for, except for Billy, he's vegan, so yeah, we do have to take that into consideration. His foolishness. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah how dare he come on yeah. um no in my for me i'm also uh i've missed cookout it's been too many years since i've been like in the southeast to to get it close to anything uh of cookout um i also miss waffle house uh there's there's none uh, far enough north for us to hit that um uh we did route a whole tour to California. Just we called it the the excuse to get in and out, uh, <laughs> and I had it a couple times when we were there. And the last few times I've been to California, I keep forgetting to get some when I'm there to see if it still holds up ten years later. Um, but I know if if my if Brian the singer from the band was on, he he was big into uh, um, sheets. Oh, nice. Is, yeah, Sheets yeah. and Wawa is is a big debatable thing in, in you know the East Coast uh, tri state area where where you're kind of at. Yeah. Um, so I want to get. I've never asked it. I don't think I've any, ever asked anyone from your area this that's been on. But in your opinion, Sheets or Wawa? I'm gonna make some enemies, but um, yeah, I would say Wawa full on. Like, I've been to Sheets before, and I just thought it was like a second rate Wawa. It was just like a little sketchier all the food was a little more fake and they had like fago in the cooler so i was just like oof i don't know about this place it wasn't bad but it wasn't wawa you know i would go like 7-eleven sheets and then wawa okay okay fair enough and i'm oh. trying to remember it's been a, it's been a while since i've had either one um and they could obviously both be at the same point now in in this time but one of them had like a kiosk where you could just like go up and like place whatever food order you kind of wanted. Is that was that Sheets or Wawa? I think they both. Okay. I think yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, like they may not have done that forever, but Wawa definitely has that. And okay. when I was at Sheets was which was a long time ago because it's not as good as Wawa. I'm pretty sure they had that. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I I need to start at. I just need to like make a point every time a band from Pennsylvania is on now. I just need to ask that question to start tallying those up and see what, yeah, that's a good see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Sheets is a little, um, it has a more of like a edgy, uh, rough vibe. 
which is cool. I don't know how to explain it. Wawa's a little like you go in, it's like, oh, this is nice. It's a little bit more bougie. <laughs> yeah. Sheets is like, ooh, I don't know. Well, it depends on what you're looking for, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone, you heard it there. According to Kyle and Jen War, uh, you know, Wawa's the best. It's too bad the rest of the band wasn't on, just to see like how divided I could get your band to be with the Sheets or Wawa debate. I think they would all say Wawa, but I'll I'll check and I'll email you. Okay, I appreciate that. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, Kyle, I just want to give you one more thank you for you know taking the time out of your Wednesday and and being so down to to be on an episode. Um, Tapped out is super sick, and I really hope everyone that's listening to this episode goes checks it out checks out the music video because the music video is also sick for for tapped out um and i'm stoked to see what you guys have up your guys' sleeves for the next release and going forward yeah thanks man i appreciate you uh having me on um and thanks for all the kind words about the ep and uh yeah this was awesome i'm feeling all, a little drunk because i don't i don't normally drink honestly especially during the week so this is like an, an ipa and a half and i'm just like whoa but yeah, uh, one was like seven and a half percent i think too right so i'm feeling a little loopy but hopefully i didn't sound like a total idiot but thank no, yeah, I song. <laughs> yeah you, you did great uh it, it was a great time um if anyone's looking for gin war merch music or just gin war in general where can they find it uh yeah honestly our instagram is probably the best so gin underscore war and then there's a link tree link in the bio and that has everything and then uh, also, since we did mention uh, you, you have, you know, your side project, um, I think that is also included in the link tree, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah, it's right on the bottom. Hell yeah. So everyone that's checking out this episode, whether you found it on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads, or you watch the YouTube version and got to hang out with me and Kyle tonight, uh, you know, check the description down below, follow those hyperlinks and uh Go check out everything that Jinmore has. I know that you guys just put up a, you guys got a bunch of merch up on the Bandcamp, plus uh, some old school uh, design deals um, as well. And make sure you click the link also and check out Kyle's uh, side project, uh, solo project, and you know just stay up to date with everything Jinmore and be ready for uh, when they post next to let us know when the next release is coming out. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Well. Uh, you know, Kyle, like I said, it's been a great night. Thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, I'll catch everyone on the next episode. Yeah. See you. Dude, fuck yes. The band. It would be sick. This was fun, man. You do a I'm good so time. down. Yeah. You let me know and we'll, we'll set that shit up. Yeah, man. Cool. Sounds good. All right. All right. See you.